Now, here's Matt Mosley. On his Matt, Matt Mosley. Bryce Cherry joining us now, Waco Trib, sports editor and a man about town. And Bryce, this was, uh, well, as only she could, she goes and wins another national title. Talking about Kim Mulkey, of course. Bryce, how are you today? Good to have you back on. Yeah, absolutely. Always uh, fun to, to chat. I hope you're in some shorts. I hope you're enjoying the pretty weather. We got kind of hot today, man. I went out and played a little tennis. I looked at the weather. It was up to 89 at one point today. So I, I don't know. Uh, uh, but uh, I understand they had a ribbon cutting, by the way, over at your old the old Waco Trib. So I'm not, I, uh, I, I hope you're liking your new digs and all of that. Now, Bryce, uh, uh, before we get into the, the, this Kim Mulkey at LSU, how about this? How about this breaking news this afternoon? It's on ESPN. I've seen it from uh, The Athletic. I know Ashley uh, may have had it out there first. But uh, how about this uh, L.J. Cryer, Baylor guard, uh, uh, confirming to ESPN now, this is uh, Jeff Borzello with this report, that he plans to enter the transfer portal. I mean, I, I, I'm just sitting here thinking that's the first true shocker of the of the the drew era i'm not talking about just nil they had al freeman transferred out he's a pretty good player ended up being like the sixth man for nc state or something but i cannot remember one that just kind of caught us completely off guard like this uh and i i you know meyer it was kind of agreed upon and matthew was pretty nice about you know how he made his decision and i mean i think he wanted some nil money baylor had already kind of moved on i think there was decent communication there um bryce this one this one is really something what what was your response when you uh when you saw that news earlier today uh well i mean and our john warner has con- uh, confirmed it as well he talked yeah. to jay's uh, dad and um uh, but yeah, I mean, it is it is surprising just because, as you mentioned, uh, LJ is a you know kind of an integral part of, uh, of that lineup. I mean, uh, certainly a player that Baylor relied a lot upon a lot. Um, you know, he was getting plenty of playing time and uh, shots and all that kind of thing. So you know that that wasn't really an issue. Um, you know, I do feel like in the NIL era, as we know you're going to see more and more player movement. And, I mean, there's just a lot of reasons behind it. Um, you know, I don't – I can't speak to LJ's motivation on on why, you know, he's leaving. I haven't talked to him. But, uh, but yeah, it is, it is certainly surprising. But, at, you know, at this uh, stage of the game and with college free agency rampant, I mean, I, I feel like uh, guys are going to leave and guys are going to come. I mean, you know, I think that, um, you know, you, obviously LJ had a great run at Baylor, um, you know, was really a key player for him this year. But all that to say, you know, I suspect that Scott Drew can go out to the transfer portal and, and find somebody of similar caliber to, uh, you know, kind of plug into that lineup. 
All right, I did give John. I I did not go. I was looking at that Borzello, but I've I've retweeted now uh, John's report from about an hour ago. Uh, and and of course, John Werner from the Waco Trib talked to uh, Lionel Cryer, the the father of of L.J. Cryer. So that is a uh, that is quite a reliable source, I would think. Uh, talking to the father, and it'll be interesting to see what John, if he can flesh this out a little bit more, having talked to the father. The father may have just confirmed it, as we know, uh, uh, Bryce, but the father, uh, parents have a tendency to uh, to to want to talk about things, and so I'm, I'll be anxious to see perhaps if John uh, ha- is able to report more on this. Now, uh, talking to Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib, Bryce, what you, I mean, Kim Mulkey, wins it i mean i i think there are a lot of baylor fans who are conflicted i don't think you or i or are surprised that she pulled this off but it 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 is uh, i mean we knew that she'd go to lsu and do really well i don't think we knew it would happen in year two i mean that's pretty even by kim's standards that's pretty wild i think it speaks to nil i mean i i can remember her not wanting to play the transfer game uh, Bryce, even a few short years ago, and she finally got it going with I think Chloe. You remember, um, was it Chloe Jackson who played a role in one of those um, big time runs, maybe one of those uh, final four or, or national championship teams? And I think that was kind of the breakthrough. Like, hey, we we might ought to look at some of these uh, some of these transfers. Where Bryce, you wrote about her the other day, and and we'll get into that column a little bit, but. Uh, how shocked are you or that she's done it? That's kind of a leading question, but that she's done it this quickly that, that Kim, we knew again, we knew she was going to be successful in a hurry there because it's who she is. But the fact that she's done it this quickly, uh, how much does that surprise you? It's pretty surprising. Honestly, as someone who uh, votes on the AP women's poll, uh, I I didn't really see uh, this coming this year, um, I knew LSU was good, but it was I, I said it all season long. Um, I, I I wasn't sure exactly how good LSU was, just because they didn't really play a tough schedule. Um, and that you know, that's, uh, take that as as what you want, but I'm just saying the facts here. Um, you know, they played like two top twenty five teams all regular season and um and you know one of them was south carolina in conference play so they played one uh i don't think they played any actually in non-conference one of the other games was arkansas uh who was like 24th when they played them and then uh dropped out of the poll um so it was it was hard to judge just how good lsu was because they just hadn't played the competition now they were obviously winning games and they're playing really well. And you knew Angel Reese was just a beast, a double, double machine. Um, they had Alexis Morris that, you know, former Baylor guard that kind of is well-traveled and, and she was playing well. Uh, but if, if you'd, uh, you know, asked me how far I thought they would have gotten, I would have said, yeah, elite eight. I mean, you know, something like that. So uh, are they ahead of schedule for sure? I think Kim, has said, you know, that she didn't, she didn't see this coming this fast. So it's an incredible uh, coaching job. It's an incredible 
performance by that team. I thought uh, Jasmine Carson was kind of the key, uh, you know, one of the keys in that game yesterday. She just went off. Um, you know, a player averaging eight points a game goes for 21 in the first half and doesn't miss a shot. Um, you know, that I thought was big as Iowa was like trying to get back in the game. LSU just kept coming down and just busting threes right in their face. So, um, yeah, big deal. I mean, you know, uh, Kim gets her fourth national title, second year there. Pretty incredible story, honestly. What do you think? Baylor people, do you think it's 50-50, like people that are are happy for her because of all her success at Baylor, that she's gone on to have success, uh, and then people who just can't stand her and were rooting against her? Or am I, is that, um, how, how, from what all the emails, you wrote about this the other day, and, and the fact that nobody can escape her shadow. And, of course, it didn't help that the thing was right there in Dallas. And then, of course, she puts the billboard right there in Waco. Uh, Bryce, by the way, did you go out and look at the billboard as you were kind of right, get, you know, writing that column and thinking about it? Did you drive out there and kind of get a good look at it? I sent uh, Rod over there to take some pictures of it. And um, multiple times driving th- on 35, I uh, was kind of like keeping an eye out for it, but that's a little uh-huh. dangerous. Your eyes off the road. So, I, no, I didn't like go walking up to it or anything like that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we got some nice photos from Rod. Of, uh, you know, what to go with my column, but um, <laughs> certainly, uh, you know, to answer your question about you know what's the split, it's hard to it's hard to judge. I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of people that have opinions that don't ever post anything on social media. So Correct. But it, it does feel a little like, you know, 50, 50 ish or whatever, in terms of those Baylor fans who will, will always be um, Kimmers, as I call them. You know, I, I, I coined that phrase, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, uh, you know, kind of like a pepper, you know, be a pepper, be a Kimmer. Uh, you know, she's got her legions of, of Kimmers that are just, uh, you know, on her side forevermore. Um, and then, you know, and, and people that were just Baylor fans that were saying, go LSU all the way. And then I think you do have those other factions of fans who are like, okay, you know, we're, we're moving on, basically. Um, I, I, I was surprised to see some reaction from different Baylor fans who, who said things like, I've just lost such respect for her, which means their opinion to me obviously changed at some point. Um, so that's been interesting to see that, that sentiment expressed. Uh, I just tried to write the columns kind of like that, basically showing both sides of, of the coin and, and, you know, understanding that there's always going to be people that are rooting for her here in Waco and, and understanding that, you know, her fingerprints, on this town and this team and the Farrell Center, uh, they're going to be there a long time, even though the Farrell Center, you know, uh, will not be hosting basketball much longer. Well, she didn't want that new arena anyway, so she had to get out of town. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, she, and she was she was very uh, open about that. You know, she never hit her feelings and all that. Um, 
you know, it's just hard, man, when you look back on it. It brings back so many emotions. It also reinforces, like, how crazy difficult. And I think you atta- you said something about this in your column. Like, this job is. Like, Nikki Collin, and I know this year, you know, obviously they finished in sixth place. There's some reasons for that. There are reasons maybe the conference has gotten uh, a little bit better. There's been some good hires and that kind of thing. So the timing isn't great in some ways. But Kim took up so much airspace, there was no reason. Like, if Kim was still here, we may never have found out that OSU, Bryce, hired a new coach this year or Oklahoma. You know what I mean? She just <laughs> she just kind of dominated everything. And uh, I liked your line. I won't make you read it. I'll read it for you. Uh, where you said about Kim, she said, you just say what you want about Kim but she'll grind her high hill into your temple if it gives her a better chance of winning. She is clever and motivated and knows how to win basketball games. You know, I know you guys didn't always get along, and I probably have a better relationship with her uh, than, than, than you do, but I did make sure she saw this column because I was like, you know, I, I don't like pe- when people think somebody has it out for them. Uh, I kind of like to th- I, I kind of like to say, hey, here's a, you know I think this was a fair column, and of course, by the way, you 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 said something in that column about how she doesn't miss anything. Um, she had already seen it, uh, <laughs> Bryce. <laughs> you know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, uh, she and I had our ups and downs. I think that's well chronicled. <laughs> she was hard on beat writers, and uh, certainly, I always felt like if you were a beat writer that was doing your job, you were going to go sideways with her at some point. Um, And, and, you know, but to to your point about just her competitiveness and maybe the airspace that she takes up and that kind of thing, um, I'll share a quick little story uh, without all the details because, you know, uh, this is, you, you know, it was, I guess, "Quote unquote," an off-the-record conversation, but I don't think she'll she would mind this particular comment coming out, uh, which I told her on the phone one time, just in the course of a uh, <laughs> heart-to-heart conversation with her. I said, "Kim, you wake up in the morning and you go, who can I beat today?" And I, and she goes, "How do you think I won all those national championships?" <laughs> <laughs> and i told her i said well you're not competing with me you know but, uh kim's competing with everyone and that means attention uh you know the media attention the uh you know facilities everything out there i mean she's gonna she's gonna grind and i think part of it is uh the fact that you know she's a, a woman in an industry in college athletics that you know has long been dominated by men, and I think she feels like she does have to fight that much harder. And you know, more power to her because she's obviously had a lot of success. Did you happen to see um, President Livingstone and Brad sitting right behind her at that game at the national title no, game? I, I didn't. <laughs> And I don't, I don't want to get be misleading. I don't think they were in like the section rooting for her or rooting against her. You know, it, it was through President Livingstone's role in the uh, NCAA. She's got a very, I mean, she's like the what is it? I mean, she's chairman of the oversight committee. I mean, she's like I got a big. But I thought that somebody had a picture, maybe Drake, 
Somebody had a picture in his circle, and you could see, and there he is. There's the first gent in his BU uh, golf shirt, and there's President Livingstone. And I mean, and of course, there's Kim in that unbelievable uh, outfit she had on yesterday. The tiger outfit with all the colors and everything. And three rows behind her are the Baylor president and the first gent. And I, I had to, th- I have to wonder if they got to their seats and were like, "Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. what's this? What's this going to look like?" Yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean, honestly, that's a that's a unique little dynamic there, considering that you know that is the school that she uh, left from. How do you think the Baylor administration feels? And I guess we could ask them. But I mean, do you think there's? I mean, I'm sure in some ways, you know, it's like, well, I mean, they can't be surprised that she's gone on and had huge success. But, again, it, I mean, I think it fires up that base you were talking about to, to go back out, and whether it be on social media or whatever, and go, again, how could you have let this happen? How could you? And, and as you said in the column, did she leave on her own volition? Yes, she did. Yeah, absolutely. Could more have been done? To make to 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 make sure she didn't leave, sure it could have. But I do think by that point, and she would even admit this, they were so tired of her. I mean, Mac in 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 that administration, it was kind of like, all right, we we don't we're not telling you to leave, but I don't think they were ready to um, lobby too hard for her to stay. Do you think that's a fair assessment? I think, you know, first of all, we're not privy to, obviously, every conversation that happened behind those closed doors. Uh, That said, I think, you know, you're on the right track on a lot of that. I I do feel like, um, you know, knowing what Kim meant to Baylor and what what she meant to uh, a lot of Baylor fans and the success that she had, I don't think they were looking to run her off, okay? (laughs) I mean, I think that would be a mischaracter characterization of of anything that happened um but if you're if you're intimating or asking you know are there people in the baylor athletic department who might have like ah, exhaled when he yeah. left the, left the uh campus sure i've heard of those people and talked to some of those people i'm not gonna call them out but uh, you know, she does take up a lot of airspace, you know? I mean, um, and so, you, you know, it, are things a little more, I don't know, uh, less intense? I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, and, and maybe that intensity is, is what helps win games. You can, you can go a lot of, di- down a lot of different rabbit holes with this, but, um, you know, yeah, I mean, I think it was it's it's certainly an interesting dynamic. And in, in terms of how Baylor feels like the administration, that question that you asked, you know, I think they certainly don't like it when billboards pop up near campus or, you know, when she uh, says things to kind of tweak, tweak them a little bit. Uh, you know, I, she, I I saw a quote in the post game or a soundbite where she was talking about, uh, um, you know, really praising LSU's athletic director, and yeah. you know, if there wasn't just some veiled, uh, you know, criticism maybe of Mac Rhodes within that because yeah. it's very much 
like, this guy gets it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and the implication was maybe that the last guy didn't get it. But, uh, you know, so it, it, there's some pettiness there, I think. But, uh, you know, yeah, I don't think any of the Baylor administration was doing cartwheels over the fact that she, she won the game. Uh, well, you know, personally, for me, uh, I, I would have slept eight hours either way, win or lose. I was yeah. more upset that my fantasy basketball team lost yesterday in the championship. So, you know, that <laughs> that bothered me a lot more than whatever happened in the LSU uh, mm-hmm. game against Oh, you're not outraged by the uh, the taunting that was going on, Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark, and and, and uh, the Angel Reese may have been a little more aggressive with her taunting and followed somebody around with a ring. First of all, what were those officials doing in that game? Like, what? Oh, uh, how? The officiating was terrible. I mean, and that was you know I saw today where it was the most watched. I think women's final ever. I saw uh, uh, something that said it was the most watched ESPN Plus event ever. I didn't even realize it was on ESPN Plus. I knew it was on ESPN. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, and for that to happen in such a big stage game, you know, just some really bad calls. And I'm not saying they, you know, they went against both teams. There were some bad yeah. calls both um, but they did really affect Iowa in terms of just how reliant they are on uh, Caitlin Clark. Um, and, you know, I do feel like there's there's a, a chance, maybe an opportunity here to, to look at the, the antiquated rule of a technical foul being a personal foul in college basketball. I mean, come on, let's let's move forward and – and get rid of that and embrace the NBA's rule where a tech is not a personal foul. Mm, mm. You know, there's a lot of things I think that, uh, you know, they, that college basketball should embrace that, you know, other forms of basketball have gone to yeah. a long time. I'm still waiting for the men's game to add four quarters. Uh, I think, you know, at some point we'll get rid of the stupid antiquated possession arrow and just have a jump ball like they do in the NBA. I mean, you can tell I'm an NBA fan, but, uh, nevertheless, I just, you know, I don't know why we decide things like a possession based on which way the arrow is pointing. <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, I, I do think she do- loves that AD, Scott Woodward, but I, I agree with you. That did seem like an opportunity to take a poke at uh, her <laughs> former athletic director. You know, I, I just think she, I mean, think about Tom Stanton to Ian McCall to Mac. And you know, Mac's done such an incredible job and he inherited this absolute mess in this huge scandal. And and I mean, but she just, you know, that's the thing. I mean, they, you could not have found somebody more different than Ian McCall. Ian McCall was a let Kim be Kim. Let her do whatever she wants. She that's what she said about Scott Woodward in that in that thing you're talking about. She said, He stays out of our way. He stays out of my way. And I mean who what other coach would say that about their boss, their A D? I mean, you may think that about your your boss over at the Waco Trib, but you're not gonna put it out there. The you know, the, the man or woman stays out of my way. You're not gonna say that about your publisher. I mean, so anyway, it's just uh it's funny. Um, but again, Mac does it his way. 
and and he he just was not going. He let I think he let Kim know probably pretty early on this is going to be a little different, Kim. And he probably didn't appreciate it when she'd get in the Waco trip or wherever and say, <laughs> we don't need that arena downtown. But, again, in her defense, for 15 years or however long it was, 16 years, she had been allowed to say whatever. And nobody was going to say anything back to her, right? And so suddenly there's a change. It's like the principle changes. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, he's telling me I can't, I can't, I can't say all this stuff. So, anyway, I could kind of see it from both sides of the deal you know on that but uh but again she's now found a place where kim can be kim and she wins a national title okay bryce um uh i hope you're enjoying looking up in the standings at those texas rangers those texas (laughs) rangers (laughs) a three and oh start i saw a good buddy uh jonathan hill works over at baylor jerry hills one of jerry hill's sons i saw him post uh, a picture of the standings, and he said something like, "I'm posting this now before the the sad days come." <laughs> and he's a Ranger fan, uh, so you know, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's very very early, but uh, baseball is a funny game. So you know, I think the Rangers are better than they've been maybe the last uh, few seasons. Uh, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Well, I can't wait for those uh, Astro mm-hmm. Rangers. Well, when Jerry has a good graphic on his Twitter now, I'll know it's probably Jonathan. It's one of his one of his <laughs> sons, you know, doing that for him. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> I said to Jerry, recently, I said, uh, I said, how does a guy like you produce such, uh, you know, well mannered, you know, smart offspring? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he appreciated that. Although yeah. grandfather, I think is the uh, is what he's really, really enjoying these days. All right, um, Bryce, great to visit with you. I knew that would be good because we don't exactly have the same thoughts on all this, but I knew we would not taunt each other and could be very civil about it and have a nice Kim Mulkey discussion. Uh, all right, have, have a great uh, have a great afternoon. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. There he goes, Bryce Cherry, the uh, sports director at the Waco Trib.